Welcome into Straight Up Sports. Devin Albertson here, joined by Luke Sanders. What's up, Luke? How's it going, Devin? No, not too bad. Pretty good weekend so far. Move in weekend here at Northwest. Uh, it's been <laughs> good and bad. Make sure. Make sure. Absolute make sure. But can't, college is going to start on Wednesday. So for you guys, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm not done. looking forward to it. Um, I feel like it's really weird that we're starting on a Wednesday, too. First time in like forever for Northwest. They haven't started on Monday. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know why. I don't either. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but that's what Northwest wanted to do. So awesome. they are taking out the first two days of Thanksgiving break and giving me that whole week off instead of going Monday and Tuesday. So that could be part of it. I'll take that trade. Because no one goes to class on Monday or Tuesday anyway. No, all the professors are like, here's an extra credit if you come to class. And everyone's like, I'm going home. <laughs> Especially people that live far away. Like for someone like me, I can still go to class, steal some extra credit points, and go drive 40 minutes to go home. But like, I was in saying, California or something, like, I would go home. You live in KC, even. Like, you're still two hours away. You want to get home. Like, nah, I don't feel bad for them. Yeah, you're still That's an hour and a half. Fair. I don't know here. how you drive either. Two well, hours. To get first to of all, City. for me it is an hour and a half, but for people who drive the speed limit, it might be two hours. I don't know. Uh, I've never drove the speed limit. Couldn't tell you. My record is the same. So, um, anyways, we're talking about college football today. Um, we're gonna go through oh, our conference winners, who we think is gonna win each division, each conference, conference champs, and our early picks for the college football playoff. Uh, we're gonna start in the ACC. Uh, probably the easiest one for division is the Atlantic. Uh, Clemson's going to win that pretty easily. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you see Syracuse com- competing with them, but I, I don't. That's um, going to be a Somebody else could. <laughs> I mean, I was looking at something earlier, and it's like besides like Florida State like in the conference, like no one else has the athletes that Clemson does, and Florida State doesn't have the coaching. So Florida State will get there. They'll be competitive again soon. But yeah, they're just not going to be not there. Year. So Clemson's going to win the Atlantic. Uh, the Coastal. Despite their questions at quarterback, um, I'm taking Miami just because I think they're probably the most talented team over there. But, like, it's, it's I a took mess. Pittsburgh, and I don't know any reason why I took them. I just – I don't trust Miami at all, even a little bit. I like Mark Ricks. So. And then everyone else was bad. I mean, Pittsburgh's also bad, so don't – I'm not saying that they're good. But yeah, I mean – They're always just mediocre. Like, so I'm saying the mediocre might win that. It did last year. Pittsburgh won last year. That's fair. Um, I believe on Oddstark they had the um, odds for each one. Miami was the favorite to win the division. I think Virginia was second. So I thought about picking Virginia too. So, but once again, don't know anything about any of those teams. When you go seven and six, I don't pay attention to you. When you go seven Unless and six you in Nebraska. the ACC, <laughs> I definitely don't pay attention. Well, that's my team. That's different. <laughs> I cannot pay attention to them. Okay, then no matter what, champion's going to be Clemson. I mean, yeah, nice, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence is a stud. Davos Sweeney is arguably the best coach in college football right now. And Saban are neck and neck. Right now? Yeah. It's not even arguable. Yeah. I mean, if you go by legacy, it's for sure Saban. But like, but like right now, Davos won. Davos kind of took it to him last year in the championship game. Oh, my gosh. That was bad. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we got Clemson win the ACC. Uh, Big 12, um, I got Oklahoma. I don't know how you can't bet on Lincoln Riley right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts is not a great quarterback, but he's a proven winner. And with Lincoln Riley, I think he can make something out of everyone that conference. I will say that what's one thing that's weird about Alabama is that they're terrible at coaching quarterbacks. Like, it's not great. It's weird. Think about A.J. McCann was pretty solid in their offense. But, I mean, he went to the pros, and people thought he was going to be a starter. And he never looked like that in college. Mm-hmm. 
So it's, it's just, the only thing that was different was Lane Kiffin was there for that year and a half, two years. Yeah, it's because Lane Kiffin's really good at coaching offense. Exactly. Not a mature individual. No. <laughs> but he's good at coaching quarterbacks. He made Jalen Hurts look really good as a freshman. Yeah. And then he left and too strong of a personality. You can't have that can't have that many alphas on one yeah. coaching thing. So who do you have with the Big Twelve? I have Oklahoma. Who do you have playing in the championship game against them? Because they have a they have a championship. I'll have Texas play. I got KU. <laughs> okay, I don't have KU. No. Is anyone else getting like banned for postseason play? <laughs> um, I had Texas too. I'm, I feel like college football is kind of like predictable. It's getting more and more like the NBA. You just have the powerhouses at the top, and everyone else is kind of just playing for fun. Yeah, get to a bowl to like NBA. We made the playoffs. That's pretty much making a bowl game now in college football, which everyone makes a bowl game now. Yeah, I don't think that even making. I think it's to get to the BCS bowls. Like that's that should be a good team's goal. New Year's, New Year's bowl. Yeah. So yeah. So Oklahoma, Texas. Um. So I think Oklahoma wins that. But Big Twelve. It's just who I will can say, play a lick of defense. West Virginia will probably be in that conversation too. Uh, Big Ten. This is where we're probably going to disagree with them on a little bit more. Um, in the East, I think it's fine. I know I said this last year, but this is final of the year that Michigan beats the Ohio State and makes the and makes the Big Ten championship game. Who cares about any of that? Penn State's winning the winning. Penn, Penn State? State. I don't trust. I don't trust Harbaugh. He's. A, I. I know he's a good coach, but I just he hasn't put it together yet. This might be the time because he doesn't have to go against Urban Meyer. But Penn State's won it since Harbaugh's won it. Yes, he has. So I'm. I'm just gonna stick there. I don't trust Ohio State. Too many questions, Mark. We don't know anything about Ryan Day. We yeah. just don't. Urban Meyer was one of the best coaches in college football. Yes. Probably top three. Yes. The third best. Yeah. But you just, it's hard to replace coaching in college football. Like, that's why Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban are always in exactly. that's why the you, national championship. Like, they recruit the best players. They know how to coach the best players. And they just... Get them. They're just really good coaches. Like nothing you can say about it. Like the only time that either one of those two haven't won a national championship in the last what six was Urban Meyer. Yeah, there's a reason those three have been the one championship winners less. It might be Probably. longer than six. That was just a guess off the top of my head. But Urban Myers, I guess he only won because of Zeke too. Because that man was freak. But yeah, that's fair. So, but you got Penn State. I got Michigan in the East in the West. I know who you're going to take, but I'm going to take Wisconsin. That's I think. See, as long pick. as you don't say Iowa, I'm good. Like Iowa finishes second. <laughs> I just Nebraska has by far the most favorable schedule. That's fair in the West because they get Iowa, Wisconsin, and Northwestern at home, which are the three most competitive teams on that side. And then they have Ohio State at home, and they don't have Michigan. They don't have Michigan State. So they yeah. kind of avoided the – or no, they don't – I don't know about don't Michigan Penn State. State. Don't have Penn State. Or Michigan State. See? They don't play – this is like Iowa's schedule. Except they do have to play Ohio State. A few years ago when Iowa was undefeated and they played nobody on the side of the conference. Yes. They play Ohio State at home, that's it. Like they don't play anybody else. I mean, that's that's not it. Ohio State's got you can, athletes. But in that division, you can withstand one loss and still – Oh, yeah. You can <laughs> – I'm going to say that Nebraska goes 8-4. and four. Like I'm not saying that they're going to be like 11-1, and 10-2. I think eight and four wins it. Wisconsin's not very good. They'll probably Wisconsin will be about eight and four, and I think Nebraska will have the tiebreaker with them. I think that they'll beat them at home. But I Scott know. Frost, there is something to be said about good coaches in second years. Like there's just it's fair. There's always a jump. So if Scott Frost wants to prove he's that coach, and I think 
every coach is motivated, but there's just something different about what Scott Frost wants to do because he went there. There's just that alma mater feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's almost like a curse with Nebraska coaches. Like the last few have just been so bad. And someone's got to break that. And I think that since he went there, he wants to be the person to do that. And he's never had more – no coach has ever had more support from a fan base. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, I mean, they went four and eight last year. They're still five and seven. Five and seven. Because yeah. they could have got to a bowl game and they didn't. Yeah. After um, the academic whatever. Exactly. Uh, I am looking at the over-unders for the top three teams in that division. Uh, they have Nebraska at eight and a half wins. Wisconsin at eight and Iowa at seven and a half. Yeah. I think it's all pretty fair. Those three teams are going to be hovering around eight and four. It's pretty much how they're going to do it versus each other. Yeah. And I think Nebraska's got to beat Iowa. Like, there's got to be so much motivation on that thing. How bad has it been the last few years with Iowa and Nebraska? They've been pretty bad. Oh, they've been. And Iowa wants to brag. It's like, wow, you beat us and we're in a down year. Whoop de doo. He's talking to you, Trevor Mater. I'm not talking to Trevor. You should be I'm talking, talking to, to all of them. You should be talking to Trevor. He's. I love Trevor, but, but I mean, you got to get it out. When you're as mediocre as Iowa is, when you pound on a team, you got to you got to make fun of them. I don't blame them. Exactly. So, okay, so you have Penn State versus Nebraska in your championship game. Who do you have winning it? Penn State. Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got Michigan beating Wisconsin. I, that is the one team that if Penn State can pull that out, Nebraska could beat. Mm-hmm. If Nebraska makes it there, they probably at least competed with Ohio State, and I don't see them doing that twice. <laughs> And if they play Michigan, I don't like that either. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I do think whoever wins the East, so whether it's Michigan, Penn State, or Ohio State, if they get the championship game, they're going to win it. The only way – I mean, there was that fluke with Ohio State and Iowa where Iowa kicked the dog crap out of them. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't I don't even know how that happened, to be honest. Like, And at Ohio State, we still should have met – you gave up 56 points to Iowa. Yeah. Go away. You don't get to say nothing. Now you're trying to trademark the word thus. Like, I don't want to hear from you guys anymore. Like, I'm done. Yeah. What are they going to do? So if I – here's a real question. This is not about anything to do Quick with – Quick tangent. Weapon. It happens. So if I tweet the word the after they trademark the word the, what does that do? Like, how do you trademark the word the? Does that just mean that they're trademarking in the sense that Miami can't say the Miami University? I think so. It's something with, like, merchandising and stuff like that. So you just can't make money off of it. I think so. Well, Ohio State, you're literally stupid. It's not. It's not great. It's not a great look. I just the whole the Ohio State is really annoying in the first place, and now you're just making it more annoying. Yeah, I don't think it's annoying if you just say it, but like to try to be like, "Hey, we're the only ones," because I'm pretty sure that the U Miami did that first. That's fair, um, but it is really annoying though if you say Ohio State like we're no we're the Ohio State, then you're then you're just a bad yeah thing. no that's not. but if you're just normal <laughs> like the people that introduce themselves like. That's fine. I think that that's kind of like cool even. It's almost school pride there. Yeah, right? yeah. The Ohio State. Like, that's my school. Yeah. But, yeah, don't trademark it. Don't be stupid. <laughs> we'll go to the Pac-12. Okay. This conference First is not of great. all, can we just remove the Pac-12 from the Power Five? <laughs> They've been bad The lately. only person that thinks that that, school, that that conference is a power conference is Bill Walton. <laughs> the conference of champions. The conference of champions. You ain't win. You ain't won anything in any major sport in like five years. It's been a while. It really has. It might. It's way longer than five years. In men's basketball, football. I don't know if you would count baseball because I, I don't. You count see that baseball. baseball is usually pretty good. So that's like the only one that I would think of. But it's it's not Fo- been good. Football and basketball, they haven't won anything. No, closest they got was Oregon with Mariota. And that wasn't that close because they got steamrolled by 
Ohio State. Yeah. Shit happens. <laughs> you know, Zeke Zeke was pretty good. They beat Florida State that year, so it's a good win for them. But it's been a while since they've done anything of note when they got into the playoff. Um, who do you got win the North? I have Oregon. I have Oregon as well. The only thing I know about the team is Justin Herbert. Like, literally nothing else. They're over under the coach is the target guy, right? Willie, no, he got fired. It's Cristobal. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't pay attention to that conference. I ain't gonna lie to you. I picked Oregon because they got a good quarterback. Oregon is over under at eight and a half wins. Um, Washington, Washington State, I believe. Washington State will be the most competitive team, though. Washington nine and a half. Washington State eight. Don't give me that Washington baloney. They got a good coach. Chris Peterson's so overhyped. He's a good coach. Everywhere he's he goes, he he's going to win 19 games a year. Overhyped. And they always beat Washington State at the end of the year. Okay. Usually because they play in Washington and the weather's crappy and then that spread offense doesn't work as well. Here's my point. They play good defense. He was at Boise State. Won a lot of games. Won a ton of games. Yes. That conference is absolutely terrible. Boise State has a blue field. You know how much of a recruiting advantage it is to be like, you want to come play on the only blue field in the country? That's my field. It's Albertson's field. So yeah, you have nothing to do. <laughs> and then he comes to Washington, plays in the Pac-12, which is a Power Five conference. Literally trash can juice. It hasn't you, been since Pete Carroll left. If you take a trash trash bag <laughs> and the stuff that leaks out of the bottom, that's literally the Pac-12. It's, it hasn't been great. They've, and so that's how he gets to nine wins. Don't act like this guy's playing against the cream of the crop. Like if he's in the SEC, you get nine wins a year. Okay. Props to you. You're a great coach. You play in the Pac-12. Not even the good side of the Pac-12. I mean, historically, it's they're in the good side right now. Historically, it's not the good side though. It's bad. South is bad. Well, I don't know how USC continues to be bad. They get all these players, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're still trash." Uh, That's coaching. How can you be that bad coaching? I'm just telling you, Clay Helton. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was all right. Here's here's the real question. How can the AD be this bad at hiring coaches? Politics. That's the biggest thing. That's what's well, politics in California are in grade, so that makes sense. Exactly. So <laughs> that's all we're going to do politics. That's the, as far as we will go, folks. <laughs> um, trying to see what their record has been the last few years. Five and seven last year. They were 10 and 4. USC? No, I was sorry. I'm still in Washington. Oh. I was like, no, they were not. <laughs> see, since Chris Peterson got there. Eight wins, seven wins, 12, 10, 10. So once he got rolling. I'm not arguing that he doesn't win. I'm arguing that the wins don't mean anything. He has lost three of the uh, four of the five bowl games they've been in. Start calling him Bo Pelini. Good coach. Should still be the coach of Nebraska. Bo Pelini. Except one difference. Chris Peterson's actually a good dude. Bo Pelini is not. Okay, that's – I mean as a coach, (laughs) completely as a coach. Chris Peterson reminds me so much of Bo Pelini, though. He'll win nine, ten games a year against – Crappy teams. He'll beat all the teams he's supposed to beat and never beat anyone else. He's Alex Smith. He's also at Washington. Washington hasn't been good in a while before he got there. Dude, they had – that's not true. Why can I not think of the coach's name? Sarkeesian? No. He was there before. Long time ago. Willingham. Tyrone Willingham. Like Don James back in the 80s. No. And they weren't that good. but I uh, Willingham him. was not good there. No, he wasn't, but he was cool. I liked him. 2-9, and 5-7, 4-9, 0-12. I still like him. <laughs> he got fired. <laughs> um, 
They so. had a quarterback at one point that was really fun to play with on NCAA football, and that's how I remember them. Oh, well. Um, no love for Stanford to win that division. I mean, they got a shot. It's a Pac-12. I don't know anything about it. I'm, I like, I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, yeah, Stanford's got a real good left tackle that I'm looking at going forward next year. Stanford will always play a physical type of football. I mean, will... there is a good chance that Stanford does have a left tackle going forward, but, you know. I hope they have one. Watch his right guard next Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, six and a half wins for Stanford is their over-under right now, so they're going to be a little bit down here. But they have a good coach, and they play a style that's – Different in the Pac-12. Yeah, and Nebraska's filled the McCaffrey brothers, so they didn't get the third one. It's fair. And his name's Luke, so he's automatically really good. I'm sure Iowa fans can't wait to face another McCaffrey. We saw what happened last time. I don't think that that I don't think that there will be a repeat of that. He's a quarterback, and yeah. he's a freshman, mm-hmm. so he won't play for a long time because Martinez is only going to his sophomore year. Good quarterback. Um, how about the South? I had Utah in the South. Oh. I know I didn't have Utah. I think I picked USC just because they got the most talent. They should win. They probably won't. They'll blow it somehow. Uh, my note is USC should, but Helton sucks. <laughs> um, Utah does have a really, really good defensive line. I do know that. And their head coach is also quite good at getting the most out of three-star guys and stuff like that. Utah are always solid. They're always solid. They won the division the division last year. They're going to do it again this year. Um and then in the championship game, who do you have winning between? Oregon. I'm betting quarterback. That's the only thing I have in this whole division. I just know that Justin Herbert's really good. I have Utah winning the conference. Okay. Let's go Utes. I won't argue with you. Um, I don't have enough information to argue with you. <laughs> I just have more faith also that Utah's going to make their title game than either Oregon, Washington, or Wazoo because they're going to beat up on each other. So I think Utah has the best odds of winning the conference. So that's where I'm going with Utah. SEC. Start with the East. I swear, <laughs> if you did what I think you did, I just by, based off of your question asking. Okay. I wanted to do Mizzou Wait, so bad. With, did you say start the East? Yeah. All right, I got Georgia. I do too. I wanted to go Mizzou so bad, but I can't. Don't do it. Georgia's too good. They're one of the three. Well, one thing that will hurt Mizzou too is if they don't get Both eligible, either. they're not going to care. Or they're going to care extra hard to prove them wrong that we should have been. Well, okay, how does that prove them wrong? <laughs> I that don't know. It doesn't prove that you were academically you, clean if you win football games. In fact, <laughs> most likely it proves the opposite. <laughs> it happens, all right. Um, also, not saying that Mizzou deserves to not be eligible because that's absolutely stupid. I guarantee almost every school in the country does that. Yeah. It, it was a really, really harsh punishment for a minor violation. Everything that I've read about it. As an employer of the NCAA, I cannot voice any opinions. That's fair. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> uh, that's just me saying that. So that's what happened there. But Georgia's just too good. They're just they're way too talented. Not close. Yeah. Florida will compete with Georgia. They have a quarterback now. They've always had everything else. They're kind of like Bama, JV. <laughs> they still haven't scored the years, home versus Bama in like five years. Yeah, the years that Florida has a quarterback, Tebow. That's pretty much it. <laughs> They've been really competitive. Yeah, they have been really competitive. Um, and in the West. Well, I don't know. I you think, I think I'm going to take Bama. Yeah. yeah. I can't pick anybody else to beat Saban. It's just – and I'm picking Alabama to beat Georgia in the championship game as well. Give me the dogs. I trust Saban and Tua. There's absolutely no chance in my mind that I should take Georgia for any other reason than I just hate Alabama and I don't want them to win. So, our conference champs, I have Alabama, Utah, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Clemson. I have Georgia, 
Penn State. Clemson. Clemson. Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Oregon. Yeah. And then your college football playoff. Who's the four teams? Any order. Scurs. <laughs> Losing the Big Ten Championship game. He's still Eight getting and four <laughs> college football playoff. Okay, anyways. Um, I got uh, – I'll say Oregon. If I haven't won the Pac-12. Okay. Um, no, I'm not. I take Oregon out. Never mind. Like, I, I erase that. Um, Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson. And either Penn State, Oregon, or Notre Dame. No, or I could put Bama in there. You could put Bama in there. It's, it's your list. <laughs> did you not have two SEC schools? I did not. Uh, I don't know about that. I think I think Penn State will have like a nine and three record. I think that the those teams will beat up on each other. So okay. I don't think Penn State will be in. I don't really want I Oregon in. I, I don't want Oregon in. I don't want a Pac twelve school in there. They're bad. <laughs> I'll take Bama. Okay. Uh, my four, I have Clemson, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma. Like they all You think Michigan's gonna make it? Yes. I think they're gonna have one loss this year. There you go. To who? I don't know. But they're gonna probably Penn State. Have you seen Michigan's schedule? Pretty good. It's tough. It's tough. I I think that they'll have two or three. So I think Michigan gets in this year. Um, Penn State always loses one crappy non con game. So that's why I think that they'll go nine three and Michigan will have two or three, but Penn State could still win. That's fair. Um, so yeah, Clemson, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma, but Georgia definitely could sneak in if they go into the regular season and have a close game with Alabama. If if Georgia or Alabama is twelve and one, they are in the college football playoff. Most likely. If Notre Dame makes it again, I want here's here's what I'm gonna do with the rest of this podcast. How much time do I have? I don't really need a lot of time. I just want to make sure we're not About gonna eight minutes. Off. Okay. If one more person in the history of ever Talks to me about how good Notre Dame's schedule is. If you're in person, I'm probably going to hit you. Like, it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. They always schedule. I don't know how they do this. They, they have to be the most skilled group of scouts ever to know when teams are going to fall off. They always schedule top 25 teams at the beginning of the year that are absolutely trash by the end of the year. Yep. I, don't, I don't even know how they do it. One, there's... They always play Michigan, but they always play Michigan early, and Harbaugh's a good coach, so their team's better at the end of the year. Yes. They do the same thing when they play Michigan State because D'Antoni's a good coach, so they play him early. Uh, You want to know their schedule this year for Notre Dame? Yes, let's hear. Actually, it's it's pretty good this year, actually. (laughs) Everyone will – okay, well, everyone will say it's good no matter what, but – uh, first one at Louisville. That's not good now. No, that's terrible. That's one. Of your, that's one of your examples. Louisville used to be good, and now they fell way off a cliff. Home versus New Mexico. First two weeks pretty easy. Then at Georgia. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I stand corrected on that one. Home versus Virginia, who could win their division. Shut up. That's decent. It's a decent. It, game. They're an ACC school, and they're not Clemson, though. Bowling Green, whatever. Home versus USC. They always play USC. Remember the thing I said about schools that used to be yeah. good. Okay. At Michigan, later in the year now. That's tough. Uh, home versus Virginia Tech. At Duke. Home versus Navy. Home versus Boston College. At Stanford. They really have two hard games there, though. They have three tough road games, though. Playing at Stanford is not easy. And then at Michigan and at Georgia, that's tough. If you're telling me that for an average team, that's a hard game, yes. If you're telling me for someone that should be in the college football playoff, no. At Stanford is not. They went like 7-6 and six last year. 
They're they're literally projected to get six and a half wins, Devin. So, but that's that's not. If they, they go through, really tough games in I was going to so. say if they go through, they're undefeated. Then they're, yes. they're in. They're going to be Georgia and Michigan. They should be in. Yes, absolutely. Normally, they don't play two two schools that good. Both on the road. That's tough. That's super tough. Yeah, if you be actually, if they beat Georgia on the road and still lose one, like if you win one of those two games, you they'll have a chance. They'll have to beat Georgia though, because Georgia will be the team they'll sneak in to be the second SEC school. Yeah. So that could be. An but 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 here's my other point. Yeah, I bet Georgia beats them by thirty points. It's definitely possible because Georgia's really good. So good luck there with Notre Dame. So yeah, that's our college I think football. If Notre Dame played Alabama in the championship, that would literally be my worst nightmare. I think I know cry. Alabama's going to win it. Well, no, not even that. I don't care about that. I hate them both. <laughs> I'd be cheering for somehow both of them to lose the game. Yeah, it's not great. I really, I don't mind Bama though. So. I enjoy excellence. Saban's such a jerk. Yes, he is. But You're welcome. Really good at coaching You're football. welcome, podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good at coaching football, though. I oh, really yeah. enjoy watching. Okay, hold up, hold up. Just because I say he's a jerk doesn't mean I think he's bad. Um, also, to be a good football coach at a high level, you almost have to have to be a jerk. Really? You almost have to be. Urban Meyer was not a jerk. Except for some stuff that made think- him out. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not a good person. <laughs> But he, I mean, like, he wasn't, like, the yelling type. Like, you never saw him really get after people in their face. Not like Harbaugh. Not yeah. like Saban. Definitely not like Saban. I've never seen anyone. Okay, Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney's a really good Dabble guy. Dabo can still get on, guys, though. Like, he still has that. Okay, but he doesn't come he, off like a jerk. Okay, he, he hides it better than most other coaches do. But, like, when he has to get on his guys, you can definitely see the intensity there. Like, okay, I'll, I'll use a smaller example. Coach McCollum. See, he's a different <laughs> he's just so fiery and competitive is different. But he has I, I go I see him a lot interact with players. So that's I get more than seeing Nick Saban yell at those guys. So that I'm it's sure that on player. a different level, Nick Saban yeah. is because no one talks bad about him. You can't have ninety guys go through your program a year mm-hmm. and someone not say something absolutely terrible about you if you're being a jerk all the time. So yeah. he has to be somewhat better than we see. But like Coach Mack, the way he interacts with players, is always positive. That's Every right. single time he interacts with them. And I think another big difference in that is, I know Coach Mack has a lot of good players in Quest, but they are D2 players and not guys who are five-star recruits been told they're the best things since sliced bread since they were 13. So sometimes guys like that do need to be brought down a level. You ever watched St. Joe basketball? I think that Diego Bernard, for probably his whole life, has been told he's the best thing since. Okay, I was yeah, but he still went D two. He didn't go to Alabama as a five star recruit. You want there's still a difference there. Still quite a bit. Diego Bernard there. didn't go to a five star school. He didn't want to <laughs> because he wanted to go Northwest. Six foot instead of six four. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying though. He still has a little bit of that underdog. But like some of those guys in Northwest, like if you're a five star linebacker who's built insanely well, I don't. Yeah, there's a difference. They're there. all alphas. No, it's not. It, there's a difference. I will, I will tell you this. I played football for one semester. I'm not. This is not a brag. I played with people that were at an NAIA school. Shout Some of them thought that they were going to the NFL. Like that's just what you get when you get people that play even at collegiate level. I know, but it's at a whole different level when you're at Alabama. You're you're a five star. Everyone's an alpha. It's different in college it's sports. Different. Everyone's an alpha. It's a little different though. It's a different I, level of it. I don't think so. Everyone, you got to be like that to play those people. I've heard guys from Alabama say it's different. Like, 
Julio Jones, the competition level there. Okay, well, okay, it's probably different for Julio. It's what I'm saying. Though, if you're a five-star guy and you're competing against other five-star guys, it kind of knocks you down. Just a tad bit, you need someone to yell at you a little bit to knock your ego down just a bit. With That's all I'm saying with this. You get reality check the first couple of years at Alabama because you realize you aren't the big man on campus anymore. Unless you're Tua, and you're just kind of really good. <laughs> it just kind of happens. I think that with those top guys, I see your point, I guess, like the, yeah. the Julio's. But how much – Julio's not a good example, too, because he's a very humble superstar. How much do you really have to coach someone like Julio? You run fast and catch the ball and jump high. Like Jerry Judy right now. Yeah. And he – Nick Saban doesn't have a lot of ego issues come out. So he, he's either good at recruiting character guys that are humble guys – or I think he's going to keep him in line, beating him down. I think he's going to keep. That's why it's the Bill Belichick. Works. Yeah, that's why it works there. So our podcast is coming to an end here. Thank you, Luke, for coming on um, and talking about college football. Yeah, maybe we'll get them eight man ratings. Doubt it. <laughs> I will have a podcast Friday about eight man football. Talk about Jamborees and class and district assignments should come out Friday as well. So the Panthers. That's my little shout out. You're in Pattonsburg now. Uh, no, <laughs> not the patent. Okay, so that's what's going on this week. Um, a lot of the guy for you guys. Thanks for listening.